0: This podcast was created to educate listeners on the experiences of diverse individuals. However, all opinions expressed by the host or guests do not reflect the overall standing of Tarleton Radio or Tarleton State University.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to Making Space, A Diversity Dialogue. I'm your host, Cole. And this is a bi-weekly podcast where together we'll have questions answered about socially sensitive topics while learning how to create lasting relationships with diverse people this episode is part two of a two-part series called non-traditional students the first part of this series started out discussing an auditing student that just means they come into class without having any sort of credit associated with it not going towards a degree but taking the class for learning's sake If you haven't listened to that episode, I highly recommend. I had an interview with someone named James Woodward. He is a frequent volunteer here at Tarleton Radio Station. I really enjoy talking to him. So if you guys want to go ahead and listen to that first part, it is going to be the episode right before this one. Now this episode, we're going to be talking to a traditional, non-traditional student, so to speak. She is looking to get her bachelor's degree in music education. She is a senior in the music education program. This is her second year here at Tarleton, and she does have an amazing family. She has a husband and two kids, so she'll be talking a little bit about that. She is also a percussionist in uh, the fine arts department, so that's really, really cool. All right, folks, I'm just going to hop right into the interview. This is Jessie McDonough from Tarleton State University. Hello, everyone, and you're listening to Making Space. I am Cole, and I am with Jesse McDonough. Thank you so much for coming on. Sure. Thanks for having me. Now, we'll get started by talking a little bit about yourself. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself?
0: Sure. I am a student here at Tarleton. I'm a, a senior this year, a music major, but I also, at home, like, I've been married for 11 years this year.
1: Wow. Congratulations. Thank
0: you. Um, and I, we also have two children. So I have a 10-year-old and an 8-year-old at home, and mm-hmm. I uh, pretty much did life first after I graduated high school, mm-hmm. and then when my kids got into school, decided to come back and okay. do school for me. So. Wow, that that's exciting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Is this your first experience with a four-year university, or have you gone before and then stopped and come back?
0: So, um, when I very first graduated, I went to a community college, mm-hmm. but I didn't finish out my first semester. Like, just life kind of happened in a series of circumstances. Like, I didn't finish the semester.
1: Right.
0: Um, met my husband. Like I said, he was military, so we moved, like, Army bases and yeah, stuff. It's hard to put down roots when you're right. moving. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, life happened in the middle and then uh, when I went back I went back to the same actually the same community college I started at (laughs) really yeah and uh, I did two years at Hill and then transferred from there to here
1: okay do you see much difference between going to a community college and going to a four-year university
0: I think that is really dependent on geography Because I find here, like I went being a music major, like I did auditions at different universities before I decided, and um, the culture here is very tight knit. Like it feels very much like the closeness of a community Mm -hmm. college. Because I mean, there's a lot of us here, but it's not like super overpopulated. Right. Right. It's not
1: like if you go to a big city. Right.
0: So it still feels familial here, Mm -hmm. which is nice. It was it was an easy transition, I think, for that reason.
1: Okay. Good. Do you, f- do you feel any differences between how the students have
0: reacted in, in the classroom? Uh, ju- regarding me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always, even when I like went back to Hill and like did that community college thing before I transferred, right. everybody's always a little unsure of me. Like, are you a TA? Are you a teacher? Oh, like, are yeah. you a student? You know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. uh, like, there's a decade, sometimes more between whoever, My peers are. So when I got here uh, in our department, I'm a percussionist. So in our department, like I walked in and they were all very confused like, are you a graduate assistant? Like, what are you? And I'm like, no, (laughs) I'm literally one of you guys. Like, (laughs) yes,
1: please treat me (laughs) the
0: same. (laughs) Yeah. So, but that they, I don't know, everybody kind of gets over that really quickly. Like, once you figure out that, oh, she's just a student, like. Okay. So you feel welcomed after that little bit.
1: Definitely. Good. What is your experience like when you first came to Tarleton with, like,
0: administration and faculty, staff? Um, For the most part, the only, like, people that I've dealt with in that aspect are in the music department, like, in Mm -hmm. the FAC, Uh, and they're all phenomenal. Like, I could not ask for better, more supportive, and, like, flexible humans to work with. That's great. Yeah, they've been awesome. They're super understanding. Like, it's really rare. I try to be really careful, like, not to let my status as, like, outside of school like my mom and and wife <laughs> right. mode uh-huh. interact too much because I, I don't know I just think that would be unfair to look at that really often but occasionally like things do happen and come up and of course anytime that happens like they're just so supportive of that and really flexible with all of that so
1: that's really good I recently did an episode with two well a mom and a soon-to-be mom and they were having some struggles with classes but I'm glad that some of that is, is better, depending on what department yeah. you're in. Right? Yeah, I
0: have no complaints there. Yeah. Good.
1: So what was it like? Can you tell us a little bit about your experience for your first class in person here
0: at a four-year university? Let like, what did think. it feel like? I'm trying to think of what that was. <laughs> I'm kind of, uh, my personality is kind of, uh, I don't know, I I don't want to say sarcastic, but I'm pretty facetious. Like, I'm pretty <laughs> straightforward, a little yeah. blunt. Like. Yeah. Uh, and I think like my age difference on top of that comes off. Sometimes it's just really intimidating. So oh, yeah. I spent the first few weeks I was here probably just kind of like laying low and, and trying not to intimidate right. people. <laughs> right. My husband's always like, "You're probably terrifying them. Like, stop making weird jokes." And I'm like, oh, "I'm sorry. You're probably right." <laughs> so yeah, I spent my first couple of weeks kind of just like trying to figure out the the vibe of the campus, like. Mm-hmm what do people do here and like it's a weird it's a weird line walking like yes I'm a student and like I fit in and I have I've made really great friends here Mm -hmm. but at the same time like you're still on a technically different kind of path in life. Exactly. Speaking of being on
1: campus and kind of being involved do you feel like your non-traditional status has changed you're feeling to go and get go to activities and go to events on campus do you go do you bring your family so
0: sometimes for the most part the issue with that is that I live so far so I commute from Cleburne right um so especially in our department like when we have recitals and concerts and stuff in the evening like I go to those as much as I can Mm -hmm. but somebody needs to go home and make dinner (laughs) you know what (laughs) I mean like bath times and homework and that other part of my life, like, dictates a lot of what I'm able to participate in here, Mm -hmm. so. Do
1: you think if you didn't live so far away, you would, you would be more involved on campus? Do you feel that reaching out from, for like,
0: oh yeah, like, they, that's pretty constant. It's, it's a pretty tight-knit group over there in that part of the campus. (laughs) Right. Um, so I can't speak much for, like, the other organizations and stuff. I really don't hear much about them, but Mm -hmm. again, it's because I, like, come and get my stuff done for the most part and have to go home. Right. But, stuff that is in like my area of the world here i for sure like all the time we'll pass people in the hallway and they're like hey like tuesday if you're not busy like my thing is going on or we've got a concert thursday night or Mm -hmm. it is super welcoming good good can you describe your experiences
1: juggling family and life and going (laughs) to school i know we kind of talked about that already but do you have any
0: negative experiences with that any positive ones so I'm super fortunate in that my husband is just immensely supportive. Like Mm -hmm. he's, he's just a really good human. (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) he has been a huge part of me being successful just because he's very much like, I know this is what you've done forever. Like I was a stay at home mom and wife for over a decade. Like that's Mm -hmm. what I did. So coming back for me was partially because I'm like an academically driven person. Mm -hmm. Like I really like the validation of, "haha, here's the work you've done. Here's like a tangible, hardcore grade for what you've done. Like one of those people who puts it on the fridge. Yes. I got an A on this. Absolutely. Uh, That's just who I am by nature. So Mm -hmm. for me, like when my kids got back to school, it was kind of a sense of like part of my identity left. And I was like, I I need some kind of validation. And he was like... This is what you love to do. Like, this is what you always did before we had kids and stuff. Like, if that's what you want to do, you should. And, like, world's going to go on. We're going to make it happen and work mm-hmm. until you're finished. So It's great to have that support Yes. He's so there. good. So there is a little bit of, I, I don't know, like, I struggle on the other side of that. Like, there's a the positive. But negatively, like, I struggle with mom guilt a lot. Oh? Just because I do, like you do miss things being here like i've if we have especially during football season like saturday football games Mm -hmm. is also when like basketball and volleyball games happen for my kids so right in order for me to do what it is that i'm doing like it takes sacrifice on the other end of it which is super hard (laughs) um but again he's he's kind of just like it's not a big deal like right it's cool like i'll take some video you can talk about him after the game like I don't know. He makes balancing that mom guilt a lot easier, I think. That's good.
1: Do you feel it hard to kind of mix your your student life with your mom life? Do you feel it taking over your home sometimes? Do
0: you feel like family taking over your classes sometimes? I don't think so much. Uh, I Maybe in the beginning, like when I very first started, just because as an academic person, like I... <sighs> Stress over every little mm. thing that's not perfect. I it's feel that the worst part of my personality. <laughs> uh, so, I, I did struggle with that the first couple of years, just like leave school at school and leave work. At, I mean, home at home, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I've gotten a lot better about that now. It's not as bad. And I'm like, they're kind of integrated in a sense that like I have made really good friends here and I made really good friends before I transferred. And right. so, some of those people like have come to have dinner at my house. Like, they know my family. My family knows them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it, that's been nice
1: yeah that is that is really nice mm-hmm. I'm glad that it it just takes experience then yeah. is what you're saying yeah it, it was takes definitely a, a struggle in a the beginning year, <laughs> semester yeah. couple semesters yeah to try to figure it all out mm-hmm. now what would you say the most challenging part of being a quote-unquote non-traditional student someone who's not col- college age to be completely honest.
0: Yeah. Uh, Go for it. Th- that, this is the podcast where you can. Be I, I have the tendency just to sometimes like I wake up and I'm just like, I'm so annoyed with like the opinion <laughs> of everyone that's in this building Oof. right now. Like yes. the age difference sometimes is really apparent for me. And mm-hmm. just like, oh, like kind of like being at home with my eight year old. Like, I'm l i am I love you, but you have not stopped talking for 40 minutes. <laughs> and um I need you. I need a timeout for me. Like I, I cannot listen to you anymore today. So maybe that sometimes, but
1: yeah, there's definitely a level of experience in just life, not necessarily in the topic that you're talking about in class, but in life that you're like, you don't, you don't really
0: necessarily understand what goes on. There's a lot of that. And I, you know, I struggle a lot with uh I would say like I'm pretty empathetic and compassionate as a human Mm -hmm. but I struggle with just like the bad excuse thing like Mm -hmm. having excuses for everything like in some of my classes or like even like further distance peers that I have they're like "Oh, oh I overslept today and came in late I'm just like you live five minutes from here. Like I got two small humans ready for school, made breakfast and drove an hour and was on time. Right. So right. I, I definitely am guilty of that because I live right over there. There's a, it's Um, it's common. It's not just you, Uh, but I'm just like, I, yeah, I don't know. I love you, but I don't care. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: So we've talked about the challenging part. What would you say is the most rewarding part of being who you are, being a student
0: right now? I think I appreciate way more of my education now than if I had done it in the beginning. Like, I don't know. I I really, I've always liked school. Like, I like to learn. So that has never been a struggle for me. But, like, learning things now and obtaining new knowledge now is way different than when I was 18, like, so much more of it is more applicable and so much more of it, like, mm-hmm. I see a world view of versus just, right. like, going through the motions to get my degree. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I definitely feel like some students, and even definitely I'm guilty of this, too, is just going through a class and saying, it's on my degree plan, yep. so I have to do it. Mm-hmm. And you kind of lose that value of learning to yeah. learn, which is something we talked about last episode, if you listeners had listened to that one. But
0: yeah, like, you know, yes, I have to take this, but also I learned some really cool stuff in it that I don't know if I'll ever use again, but I've got it, like, in my bank of stuff that I know now, it's kind of right. cool, you know?
1: Do you find it easier to learn things now than you did before?
0: I don't know easier. I don't know harder either, though. Mm. I think I just see them from different facets now, which is cool for me. Right. Um, yeah, so I don't know if it's easier or harder, but it's different. It's different, yeah. You have... Like
1: you said, you have life experience Mm -hmm. to add to it. Right. So you have more of those examples that a lot of professors are looking for. Right. They're like, okay, so can you give me an example of this that happened in your life? (laughs) Well, I've only done school. Let me dig through my
0: file. Yeah. Yeah. I have all the examples. Just hold. Yeah.
1: Do you have any advice to students who are, or prospective non-traditional students looking to maybe go back to school or start school back with A family to take care of, too. Uh,
0: My biggest probably bit of advice would be find support. Like, Mm -hmm. it is just... I cannot imagine doing it, like, single mom in it. Or even being married to somebody that wasn't my husband, that wasn't, like, just gung-ho about, you know, if you want to better yourself, do that. Like. I think it's really important. And I think it's always a good thing when anybody wants better for themselves, whether mm-hmm. they're grown or 15, like, yeah, always be better and always grow and always want more for you than you have right now. And mm-hmm. it's just super important. And I think people don't put enough stock in themselves and their potential. Yeah, that's a good way
1: to have an outlook on life. I yeah. think for sure. Yeah. So much information in this world that we need to go and find or should, should want to go
0: and find. And it's all, I actually was just having that conversation a few minutes ago, uh, before I walked over here. Like, yeah, we literally have all of the information in the world, like at our fingertips Mm -hmm. and very rarely, like, are we pressed to actually look at it? Right. You know, it's so much easier just to like talk about the little bit, you know, or, Mm -hmm. you know, there's. It takes effort. Yes. Yes. And there are so many people in this world with so many perspectives. Like, sit down and talk to one of them. Exactly. That's yeah.
1: Yes. That's yep. what I'm trying to do exactly. on this podcast. Yeah. So are there things that other students or listeners might be able to do to help or um,
0: advocate for non-traditional students? I don't know. I just get to know them, which as mm-hmm. I've found, like that's already happening where I'm at. Like, Right. For the most part, everybody's, like, taking the time to get to know me. And, like, I, like numerous times already, I, I've made a bunch of really good friends here. And I think it's just, it's just taking, just like it is with any new kid. Like, I don't think it's any different. Okay. Like, just take the time to get to know them. And for the most part, you know, we're still people at the end of the day.
1: Right. You know? Do you find other students reaching out to you first, or do you have to reach out first?
0: I don't, it's probably a good mix of both.
1: Like I said, okay. I'm pretty,
0: I'm <laughs> pretty straightforward and abrasive right. sometimes, so... <laughs> It, it just, it just depends. I think it goes both ways.
1: Okay. Well, are there any experiences or um, any topics we didn't touch on that you wanted to share about being a non-traditional student, being, uh, having a family while being at school?
0: Um, maybe just be aware, like, I, and it's not like any one person in particular. I think it's just like the mindset of a younger person. Mm you're still kind of, like, finding your place and where you fit in everywhere, Um, and it tends to be a little egocentric sometimes, Mm -hmm. which is okay, like, that's part of the learning curve, but you have to understand, especially, like, when there's people that are non-traditional students on campus, or even if you make friends with them, like, further than that, like, there are times, like, priorities just happen, you know, and, like, I think I think sometimes like traditional students aren't aware of that like Mm -hmm. well this is really important to me like why didn't they show up for it or why didn't they well you know because I had another life at home (laughs) of course you know your life actually it has to center on other people exactly Mm -hmm. exactly like I still even though like it's put as a priority in my house like oh like this is what mom's doing and it's awesome and like like I, I was telling you earlier before we started talking the I had my junior recital yesterday. Right. I came home like my family wasn't allowed to come due to COVID regulation. Mm. So they watched a live stream of it. And when I got home, uh, my son was just oh my gosh, he was stoked. He was like, "Mom, it was so good." Like, (laughs) Dad put it on the TV and like we watched the whole thing and like it's for sure like I they've made my education and my betterment of myself a priority in our house, but. Mm it still is second to taking care of them at the end of the day Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so for
1: sure well that's all i have for you today thank you so much for coming i'm so glad you asked me Thank and sharing your experiences Uh, i'm so glad to have your voice on here just so people can understand what it's like yeah and maybe what they could do better next time maybe reach out to someone in your class that is uh non-traditional or just even just reach out and make friends yeah For sure. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Once again, that was Jessie McDonough coming into the Tarleton Radio Station studio to talk about her experiences as a non-traditional student with a family and trying to further her education and go back to school. Thank you so much again, Jesse, for coming on the show. I really, really enjoyed having you, and I'm sure the listeners have really enjoyed having you as well. If you folks have any more questions or there's something we didn't cover that you really wanted to know about, don't hesitate to message us or send us questions on our social media at theplanet100.7 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That is the radio station we're based out of. Be sure to check back next week for a live dialogue bonus episode with our partnership with Tarleton State University's Office of Diversity, Inclusion, and International Programs. This episode's topic focuses on food and shelter and security and indigenous populations. I'm really looking forward to hearing this. Uh, you don't hear much about indigenous populations and I'm hoping to get you guys some more information on that group of people Really hope you guys enjoy that episode as well. Keep a lookout for that next week. Again, if you guys haven't listened to the first part of the series, Non-Traditional Students, I really recommend it. James Woodward was a great interview. I'm sure you guys will love it too. For updates on the show, folks, again, you can go to the Planet 1007 on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can visit our website, kxtr.com, and you'll find some information there. Until next time, folks. Be safe out there and take care.
0: This has been a Tarleton Radio Network podcast with production from me, Taylor
1: Welch, and me, Carissa Cole. Find more great shows by searching Tarleton Radio Network wherever you get your podcasts.